Your health is made up of the hundreds of decisions you make daily that can be overwhelming at times. So each week, we will do a checkup on various well-being topics to give you a fresh perspective to feeling your best. We'll also share our own personal health journeys, what's worked, what hasn't, and the lessons learned along the way. We want this to be a resource where you can learn to become your own best health advocate and embrace that you are beautifully and wonderfully made well. Mel. Meg. I am so excited to be doing this podcast with you. I'm excited too. I just feel like the wealth of information that we've spent time like digging through books and articles and podcasts and taking workshops has um, taken us so long to gather. And if I had at my fingertips the resources that I do now, like five or 10 years ago, it would just be a lot easier. Yeah, I'm excited. Personally, I love the podcast format. It's something, podcasts are something that I listen to quite a bit. I've never been really an avid reader. I really learn best from hearing and then doing, or I need to see somebody do something and and then I can do it. But um, I just thought that this would be a really fun thing to do and even better and more fun with a friend. I mean, I love learning, and rather than putting on an episode of TV, turning on a podcast can be a really great way to spend some downtime. 100%. So uh, we're going to dive into a lot of different topics, but we first wanted to start talking a little bit about our health journey, why we have ventured into the podcast realm, and where we started. Mel, you want to take it? Yeah, sure. So growing up, I was always playing outside. I Do kids do that anymore? I don't know. My sister's kids do. That's good. That is good. Um, but I was always playing outside, even on the table. I mean, we had a focus on vegetables, whether it was over at my grandparents' house. They had a garden, and we'd be. I just remember them we'd be outside playing and they would have a hall from the garden. They'd say, come up here on the porch. We'd sit with them. We'd snap beans and they were going to can those. We always had many, many plates of vegetables on the table. You had many plates of vegetables? Many plates of vegetables. At your grandparents' house? At my grandparents' house. Okay. When we would walk into our grandparents' house, there would be a whole buffet of treats, cookies, cakes, I mean, literally, two or three desserts would be served every meal. Okay, we had dessert, too. I mean, I did grow up with a southern cooking grandma. Actually, I had three grandmas, and they all cooked the same way. But they also made an emphasis to, you know, have some some fresh things as well. So I can't say I totally escaped it, but it was having some fresh food on the table was a focus for sure. And that's so important because as... We've done more research and found out about the real effect of food on our health and how it is linked to a lot of diseases and problems Mm -hmm. that are becoming so much more prevalent as we um, have been able to eat more processed foods, foods with lots of sugar in them that we don't even realize has a ton of sugar in it. It, it, it really changes and affects our health. It does. So how I got into this really was 
there was always an emphasis on health growing up and not necessarily talked about but demonstrated mm, and that's the best and actions speak louder than words that is true that is true and a lot of t- I mean growing up I junior high and high school I played sports of course that was a big focus for me I always had a lot of fun it was great hanging out with my friends and that was probably mainly why I did it but it was fun to me <laughs> and in college I decided to do athletic training and I got into my sophomore did year did you do athletic training because you wanted to meet boys I did not choose to do it because of boys, but it was an added benefit for sure in the locker room. (laughs) I mean, come on. So anyway, I got to my sophomore year, and I had a meeting with my advisor, and things weren't going that great for me. And he told me, this is not the route for you. And that was kind of hard to hear. I had a good cry about it, and uh, I decided to do something a little bit of a turn, and I did exercise science. So that's what my degree is in, in exercise science. Since then, I have run weight loss programs for people. I have worked a lot in corporate wellness. Mainly I've worked in corporate wellness, and that I've done health coaching for people. It's really just been quite the variety. So that's how I got to at least last year, and I lost my job last year early on. And I took some time to rest. I felt like God just told me I should rest. And I did that for more than several months. And um, Megan encouraged me uh, to think about starting something on my own when we first met. Yeah, we actually met right around the time that you lost your job. I don't know if you remember it, but we ate out at a Italian restaurant, which... We did. Um... We wouldn't do right now um, necessarily, but that uh, butternut squash uh, ravioli ravioli really, really did us good. Um, But I remember at the time I asked you and we initially connected because we both worked in corporate wellness. We realized that there was so much opportunity there and also that, you know, I asked you specifically, would you go into business for yourself? Have you thought about doing that? You did. I was really defensive when you asked. I had a really quick knee-jerk reaction like, no. I said, <laughs> I literally said that. She looked at You looked at me and you said, hey, have you ever thought about doing this on your own? I said, no. <laughs> I feel like you need to know what you're good at, and I don't think I'd be good at that. It turns out you are good at it. And that brought me to what I'm doing today. So I lost my job, like I said, and I took some time to rest and I went on a walk by myself one day. I just felt like in my spirit, well, first of all, I've been told no a lot in my life Mm. (laughs) and job wise, I've, you know, tried to look for something different and maybe I got the interview. There are so many times I can think back and I got an interview, I got a second interview and then all to find out I'm one of the final two and then they chose the other person. So that can be really discouraging over time, but I felt like um, in my spirit on that walk that day, I thought, you know what? I kept saying, what if I just need somebody to give me a chance? And I thought, I felt that I thought actually God I felt like God say to me, why don't you give yourself a chance? So here we are now, and I... um, So you've been giving yourself a chance now for what, the past year? Has it been a year almost? No, I really started in August to put myself out there. I decided before that, and and then I really started going in August. And you you do individual health coaching, you do coaching for 
corporations, wellness workshops, mm -hmm. things along those lines. So, uh, you know, I actually do individual coaching as well. And that started shortly after I began teaching yoga. And actually the story of me beginning that yoga journey began in the corporate setting, uh, which has has really built my passion for bringing wellness into the corporate environment. You see, at the end of the day, I was so stressed out. Every night I would cry a lot and I would turn to wine as a coping mechanism while knowing that that wasn't healthy long term. I looked for other solutions and I found this awesome hot yoga studio up the street. Miss hot yoga, wish I could be doing it now in the pandemic, just your, the ability to focus on your breath or the fact that you have to or else you'll pass out. Yeah. Uh, there's a great, there's, yeah, I love hot yoga. Anyway, I digress. And through that process, I learned that going to these classes was really supporting my mental, my physical well-being. And while my work environment was set up for every day after work, going to happy hour and eating fried foods, that was how we gathered. That was how we got together as a community. It didn't correlate with, it didn't support my health journey, my health goals. And so with that, I started Northwest Corporate Yoga eight years ago. I can't believe it's been eight years bringing healthy opportunities to employees at work through fitness classes and wellness workshops, covering a variety of the range of topics that some of which we will be discussing in our podcast. But really, I, I think what sparked my passion for doing a podcast in particular was my health journey and my, my family journey over the past five years. We've been through a few traumatic experiences and I've learned a lot through them. One of them being my own health crises. I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder um, within the last, what was it? A couple years. Yeah. And that shifted my perspective on health immediately. And what you could do to help your health like what you've been told by traditional doctors mm -hmm. versus what you've been told by my functional medicine doctor. Your functional medicine doctor. Absolutely. And what I learned from that about my lifestyle choices, my diet has just significant products, products you use. Products I use, uh, the <laughs> the immune suppressant drugs that are given to people naturally as the first response to an autoimmune disorder, it's just, it's really opened my eyes to the environment that we live in and how modern day medicine supports a certain direction. It, it supports more of health maintenance rather than getting to the root of the issue, which is a part of that naturalistic medicine approach that I moved into. and. In doing so, through that journey, I remember when I first felt like I could share with my community the high-level details of what was happening. And at the time I did, I was actually in a wheelchair. I could not walk, which was 
created so much shame for me as a fitness instructor. The fact that I couldn't move, I've had people tell me that I'm the epitome of health, and here I am not able to walk because of a, my body is attacking itself. Mm -hmm. So what, when I reached out to my community and I shared, hey, this is what I'm going through, I was astonished at how many people either reached out to me and said, hey, I've been through something similar, my friend, my family member, or thanks for sharing and being vulnerable. It makes me feel like I can share X. There's just so much power in community and we want to hide. We want to not share, pretend like it's not happening in a sense. Right. And that almost gives it more power. That makes us hide behind or not address what's really happening in our lives. And I, I know that our health is the hundred thousands of little decisions that we make a day. And when we're trying to make those on our own, when we don't have a community that supports us, that knows this is what I'm working towards, this is what's going on, it can be really hard to continue that. It can be. If, if they don't know, they don't know. So many times in health coaching, I would encourage people to have, a, have this conversation that we're having with your spouse, with your even your kids. Because if you can get everybody, if you have a circle of people, especially if you live with them, that they can come around you and help support you mm. back to meeting your goals of... Uh, goals sounds so kind of... I don't know. I love goals. I mean, we'll de- we'll definitely talk about goal and vision setting, but just the the things that you're striving towards, right? Yeah. You do need a community of people around you to lift you up and help you get to where you're wanting to go. A lot of times, again, just doing things on your own, you only come to a certain point and then you get to an end. Mm-hmm. Because think about so many things that are communal in your life. Hey, when you're with a friend and you or you want to meet up with a friend and you haven't seen them for a while, what is the normal thing you do? Hey, do you want to go grab dinner? Okay, yeah. well, you know, there's so many other things that you can do. And we'll talk about how you can invite others into your circle around those things. And, you know, that's what I think is so important about this podcast community is is we want to create a sense of community here we want to invite you into our lives our experience help you learn from us we can learn from you we want to hear what episodes what topics you want to learn more about because when we sat down to write the list we had like hundreds of ideas of the things that we could discuss. So be sure to send us a message, comment on the things that you want us to share. In our next episode, we've picked one we thought might be helpful to you. It's something we've all dealt with, most likely, and it's going to be about the words we speak to ourselves and how that plays an effect on your health. We'll cover that in our next episode. Like I said, we hope you join us. We'll see you then. We'll see you then. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you found this helpful. To connect or receive the podcast notes, you can contact us via email at hello at themadewellshow.com or on Facebook and Instagram at The Madewell Show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you know when the latest episode is out. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to leave us a review and share with a friend so they can easily find us 
and remember that they are beautifully and wonderfully made well.